Hey, listen, uh, yeah, because you're frozen on my end, too. Like, um... All right, well, we're live, so, uh, hey, how goes it? I'm Ken Bozak, and uh, we're, we're freezing up. We're having technical difficulties here, but bear with us. Um, What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us. It's been a What's while. What's going on? You're, you, know, you look like you're uh, just like a, a still picture uh, for a video feed there. Try to minimize your Skype, like, and then and then uh, maximize it again. Nah, sometimes that that clears it up. Let's see. Just a mm. suggestion. I don't know. Let's see how it looks on YouTube on my end over here. I don't know, guys. Let us know in the comments uh, how the audio sounds, how the video looks, and everything. Now I heard the feedback. There we go. That was my uh, phone, I think, for a second there. Mine too, just for a brief second, because I was getting so I could get to chat with folks. All right, so um, I figure I will let Rice start it off. Uh, what kind of topic or story do you want to talk about first? What went down last week? Okay, well, um, one of the things that uh, that I noticed was you had some articles come out regarding some big financial institutions um, making some statements saying that they are going to be getting involved in cryptocurrency. Um, you've got Goldman Sachs that's going to be beginning um, trading Bitcoin futures. Yeah. Uh, which, which is a pretty big deal. Um, and then uh, Coinbase is going to be offering block trading um, for institutional investors and over the counter. So they're going to be opening up a facility. There's too much audio, uh, something going on with the audio here, man. We got to start using headphones as a collective. I can't, I can't understand. Be right back. All right. Um. <laughs> I would end up having to go look for where they are right now. Uh, Sorry, I just keep hearing the feedback and I can't understand what Rice is saying. I can hear him clearly, though. Uh, I don't know what's going on. You go through all that and it turns out it's all on your side. It probably is, man. I didn't, we didn't have much time to really try and test anything before we went live. Yeah, I thought we were going to stick with the original timeline, so... Yeah, we're going to test it out now. We're, we're figuring it all out, guys. I definitely hear myself when I talk come in from somebody else's side. All right, how is this, man? You plugged your headphones in? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I can still hear myself every time I talk. Um, yeah, Shrek, right. so can you mute your, your headset or your speakers? Just mute them for me. Who, me or Tech Shrek? Tech. Shrek. All right, testing. Yep, what's, it's what's his up? speakers. What's up? What's up? Every time you or me talk, I can hear the echo through his loudspeaker being picked back up into his microphone. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. We gotta figure that out. Yeah, Hold on, sorry. One I Hold on one second. But I'll leave my headphones in. There we go. Regardless. That sounds better though when uh, his speakers were muted because uh, then I could actually understand what you were saying. Sorry about that, everybody. Yes, yeah, all right. Hey, Be boss right back. lady, how goes it? All right, guys, so in the description box below, I have a couple links. Um, you can see I have a link to the Crypto Shit Show. As you saw, Rice Crypto, he interviewed Nathan Hawk as well as I did the other day. Nathan awesome is... Awesome interview, man. Thank you, man. Same. Uh, Nathan 
is hosting and organizing and basically funding his damn self a crypto shit show convention in Philadelphia. It's an unconventional convention. And it's for the people, by the people. Uh, you don't have to worry about being sold anything. It's free. Just show the hell up and have fun. There is a link in the description box below for that event, the Crypto Shit Show, as well as the conference I'll be going to in Las Vegas, the World CryptoCon. I'll be there November 1st, which is my birthday. So that's exciting. There's a link below for tickets to the World CryptoCon in Las Vegas, October 30th till November 2nd. That's going to be fucking hella dope. They got hella big speakers. Um, Brock is going to be there. Friggin' um, Amanda B. Johnson's going to be there. I'll be there. Um, Crypto Blood is supposed to be doing a thing there as well. So it's going to be cool, man, to see a lot of big names, new names. Um, you know, it's, it's for everybody. It doesn't seem like it's one of those exclusive conferences, even though it's going to be a 4,000 plus person conference in Las Vegas. Uh, what are the dates on this one, man? October 30th to November 2nd, man. I hope you can make it. Yeah, I'll probably, um, I'll probably um, be making out this one. All right, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So, it's still frozen, though. Uh, yeah. What, kill one your thing video. Like... Hit, hit the little video icon and just kill the video and see if that helps any. And then all right, bring it on back. Well, also, man. What? We got video. They didn't think you were real, man. They didn't think you were real. The crypto shit show too that's going on, man. You um, that's happening May twenty third. It's a Wednesday, but it's definitely worth checking out in Philadelphia. Um, Larkin Rose is going to be there as well as a lot of other people. So it's going to be some a wealth of information, like from a technical perspective, security perspective all about crypto and blockchain. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, May 23rd, and like Ken was saying, we uh, we both interviewed Nathan Hawk. Um, check out my YouTube channel at Rice Crypto, and definitely check out um, Ken's interview as well because it's both interviews have some similar information, but there's also some different information, and uh, I encourage you guys to check it out. I'm going to be there, and Ken's going to be there as well. Okay, can I jump in on this one? Ironically yeah. enough, so when he did the show that was up here in um, Baltimore, yeah, I, I, um, what's his name? Um, oh, Nathan, we were talking um, about you. Yeah, so he told me about that. So the next day I went to that. Yo, when I tell you like a phenomenal group of people in that collection of between like the security information, just um, you know, like. The, like the general stuff of like educational stuff, um, it, it was interesting. And then the dude that he was talking about does the magic tricks. Um, Spencer, he's good. Spencer's really good. I'm looking forward to uh, that, man, because like I'm big into card tricks and illusions and stuff like that. You'll definitely, you'll definitely like Spencer's stuff. And I actually got to speak. Um, I did the presentation about like the whole the the shifting that's going on in the space between like the ground level and the the business kind of folks and the regulatory folks thing so i did a little speech on that and um i heard you killed I, it with that speech man yeah yeah like he, he let me jump up at the last minute so i was, I was really thankful for that are you um, going to be able to make it out to the one in philly i already put it on a calendar so i should be down there that's cool man. yeah hopefully mark will be uh crypto mac will be there too man that'd be really awesome yes yes yeah, he couldn't join us, man. He's on the plane traveling down to Florida, so 
Stays it busy, man. I know how those feelings. Mm -hmm. So let's cut into the news, guys. Um, so Goldman Sachs is officially going to be trading crypto. I mean, didn't they unofficially acquire Poloniex? Like, so I mean, uh, that well, was like inevitable, <laughs> right? The the company Circle Investing is supposed to be backed by Goldman Sachs, so it's not technically owned by Goldman Sachs, but Goldman Sachs obviously has their hands involved. Um, okay. Let, let, let's ask this question. How long do you figure before they change the user policy agreement? When regulation comes in play? No, okay. that. They'll have that. They'll have all that changed before the regulation comes well, in part, play. That was part of that New York inquiry. That the, um, no, no, no. This was before that. This was before that. What are we, we talking like, about? Okay. Do you, um, on both sides, do you remember when, um, what's his name? Oh, God. I can't remember his name right now. But he brought it up. Where the question was, how did the Poloniex deal happen, considering some of the questionable early business practices? Well, that's the and, thing. Changing ownership actually erases the questionable past. I think they were, given, the, they were given a couple months, I think, to um, under new acquisition, under new ownership. They had a couple months to kind of start doing things the right way, or at least what they think the right way will be in the future. Um, that's why I was excited to see Poloniex sold, because I was worried about Poloniex's past affecting its future. But from the moment the ownership changed hands, that history has nothing to do with its future. It's all new now. So when you start to see Poloniex delisting security tokens, that's when you're like, oh, regulation's coming. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and basically it was like, because, yeah, Poloniex is out, of the, is out of the picture. Circle Investing took over. Yep. So it's like a, a whole new crew. All they did was really acquire the name. The only reason and, they even sold the was because they wanted to erase that history, man. Poloniex knew they couldn't go forward doing what they did without rebranding and starting all over because they didn't ask for any KYC. They haven't been tracking anybody's trades or anything, right? That's why we all love Poloniex. And they saw regulations coming in the future, and that's why I think they sold for $400 million. They were making that quarterly on transaction fees through their exchange alone. That wasn't the problem. The problem was they couldn't keep doing that much longer with regulations coming. So if they sell it to you, and now you start having a tighter ship run, you can keep going forward because all those shady shit that Poloniex did in the past no longer applies to you, the new owner. No, you're right, man. You're totally right. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I think they, they were looking for a way to get out, and it wasn't really necessarily about profiting. But uh, it was definitely a smart move on Circle's part because it takes a lot to, to actually build a platform from the ground up. So by purchasing, acquiring Poloniex, they got the name, plus they got the, the actual platform, which I think is, like, you know, saving them a whole lot of money. And, and it's a smart move. It's definitely a smart move, and we're going to see a lot more of this. I mean, I'm I'm hoping Bittrex is going to hold their own and and stay because I I actually trade on Bittrex. Bittrex and Binance are the two exchanges that I use um, the most. I was using Poloniex up until probably end of last summer, so you know I'm hoping Bittrex you know doesn't end up getting acquired. But you know it seems like money talks a lot of times, and if these people throwing up. It might, it might even happen. I mean, you got NASDAQ is now announcing, it's not this week's news, but NASDAQ has announced that they're going to be doing a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, they're doing some sort of partnership with GDAX. NASDAQ is part of the digital currency group. 
and uh, NASDAQ is one of the primary owners of Coinbase, which you know a lot of people don't report on that. So you know, th there's already a lot of institutional money coming in. It's just we're going to see more and more of this. And this is what I think is going to lead into a major bull run in the crypto market all over probably within the next couple of weeks. I think we're going to see a little drawback, a little little correction from what just took place this weekend over the past couple of days. And then um, middle of May, towards the end of May, we're going to start seeing a lot of news announcements at, at during and after consensus. So... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to consensus next week or two weeks, whatever. Coming up real damn soon. I'll be in New York for that. I don't know if I'm going to make it into the venue, but I'm sure as hell going to try. I'm just going to walk in, man. I mean, like, selfie See what stick. Happens. Yeah, well, get check my it. selfie I, stick I, out and just I, walk into consensus. I applied for the student scholarship and just got an email this week saying that they uh, didn't accept my scholarship, but I could still get a ticket. So I think the tickets right now are four thousand dollars, but me as a student, they're allowing me, they're allowing me to do it for a thousand dollars. So if there's any way you can use my, if there's any way you can use my, uh, my name, Jen, you're more than welcome. I'm just gonna have yeah, to shave in a mohawk and just be like, look, guys. <laughs> so crazy, man. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, I think it was three thousand dollars to begin with, and then toward, and then yeah. as it got closer to the date, it became. It's gonna keep going but, up too. But this is huge, man. I mean, if you're if you're like in the market and you've got a product or you've got a an ICO or you've got uh, something going on in the crypto space, this is where you want to be because everybody's going to be there. All the big names. The only big names that's not going to be there this year is Vitalik Buterin, who um, came so somebody out. else agreed to not go. Okay, well then, then they're part of the Vitalik fan club, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll be at the uh, Zen Cash after party, though, uh, with Boss Lady. Shout out to Summer. I'll be, we'll be there with Kevin um, at the after party. So I'll be at least at the after party if I don't make it into the Is there a decentralized yet. arch, is there going to be a decentralized arch show out there in, uh, in New York? I don't think, um, Summer, hit me up. I don't think she was organizing one. We'll have to figure that out, yeah. I didn't know. I, for some reason, I thought I might have saw something, but I could be wrong. So what else was going on? I know MasterCard said that their earnings were affected due to cryptocurrencies. Uh, smart, what do you think about that, bro? Because it's only going to get worse for them here on out, right? I mean, I wouldn't... Okay, so in my head, it, may, it makes sense that they would have had an issue because of what the banks were doing. So it's like, oh, we don't want... And you have it that MasterCard and Visa cover both on the end of a debit card and a credit card that would be attached to the the banking system itself. Like, it only makes sense that once the banks say, hey, we don't want to allow X amount of, like, these kind of um, purchase options anymore. Like, of course, it's going to make sense that the, the company that's the medium is going to be affected. Like... You, you, they're too integrated for it to not happen. And honestly, I would think they would have saw that coming down the pike. Like uh, in my head, I, I, I thought Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, all of them would have saw Netflix coming. <laughs> I really would have. I would have expected Blockbuster to have an app right now. Like they had their own golden standard for how movies should be. Blockbuster awards. And now they no longer exist, man. They don't even have, they have net, like, you know what I mean? So I think well, Visa is going to be replaced by things like Edge Wallet real fast. 
MasterCard, Visa, all these middlemen that make money move. They're just a wallet, a centralized wallet. I can use Edge. I could use, I could even use Steam it. I could send you Steam dollar, that is a cryptocurrency, pegged to the dollar through their blockchain instantly, very quickly, and, um, you know, without any centralized authority. Okay, then the same thing could be argued in regards to um, PayPal. And then PayPal just did something where now they changed their fee structure. Yeah, they should So now, like, technically, sending cryptos to and fro is cheaper than using PayPal. Yeah, they increased their fees to make it actually more... more appealing to use crypto, even if there were like a high fee moment. Because if you're going to send 20 bucks to somebody and they're going to charge you 375, you might as well use a stable coin uh, or any crypto in general. It's not going to be that volatile. Um, yeah. Well, see, since okay, since you're saying that it's a per- the perfect thing for people to use, and I think it's going to be once people catch on, Abra. See, um, we talk about Abra yes. doing the doing the uh, CFDs, which is the contract for difference. It's a synthetic future. You're not actually purchasing the cryptocurrencies. But the other thing that people in the, that in our space aren't talking about, because this is what it was originally created for, was peer-to-peer way to send money for for anybody in the world. So you know, this was that's what it was designed for. So they've got 50 different fiat currencies, and then you can't send the 20 different cryptocurrencies that they have available in there, but you can send Bitcoin and Litecoin in addition to the 50 different fiat currencies. So that is a peer-to-peer system, and it's essentially another way of doing banks. So with things like the Edge Wallet and Abra, it's going to put companies like Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, Western Union out of the door, man. And, and I, some I'm people so, think Abra so is centralized, but you have your private keys. So if Abra was to disappear and you had your value distributed between 50 fiat currencies and 20 cryptocurrencies, you can sweep that Bitcoin private key and recover all those funds in one currency, Bitcoin, at the end of the day. So yeah, Abra may be a little centralized, but you can still back up your Bitcoin, which is everything okay. in your Abra wallet. The CEO of Abra, I can't remember his name, Bill Barnhart or something like that. He, I'm not sure if he's based in the Philippines or if the company is based in the Philippines, but that's where they they like they they, they, they started off over there. Okay, well uh, they've got like they've worked with the government out there, and they've got and this is going to kind of lead into something that you're talking about with one of your articles, track. Um, they've got a little like either a town or a district that is very, very crypto friendly, like where they're testing out businesses to accept people to use. So I don't know if it's an entire town, like I said, or just a district area, but um, they're gonna, he, like that CEO is pushing that. And he's, and he's the one pushing these peer, the, the company Abra is centralized, but the wallet itself, you owning your private key doesn't make the, the wallet Which is like the main key point. Segway, right? Segway from that to, so the two stories that I was going to present was the one about the, um, was the one about Barcelona in Spain and the other one about the village in Ukraine. Both are currently, right now, today, um, utilizing their version of cryptocurrency local to them in their area, in their ecosystem. So you need eggs, you need bread. Like, guess what? The 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 larger state isn't allowing whatever to happen. 
you're still functioning. The economy is still is still moving along. Peer to peer commerce is still happening. If you're a farmer who has cows and you have milk, and the other person um, has a flour mill and they make bread, you can do that. You know, barter that way. But then you can also, hey, I'm gonna buy the milk from you, and then I'm gonna sell you the um, bread from over here. That's going on in Ukraine. I can't pronounce the name of this village for the life of me. It's, it's really hard to um, pronounce. Um, and, but then also in Barcelona, there's like three neighborhoods, well, uh, ten neighborhoods. And you can do that right now. So we, we all hear this when people be like, well, well, what can you do with a Bitcoin? Well, what can it buy? Or what can you do with a cryptocurrency? Like, how can you spend it? I really try to find, and Ken and me and you talk about this all the time, of the whole thing of like being able to show people like, yes, this this new digital money, it works, it functions. It's just we here in America, stateside, don't have the same... We don't have the same... We don't have the same problems. (laughs) We don't got the same problems, man. We're spoiled here. That's the we are. something about when you're in a first tier country that you don't understand the importance of economic sovereignty compared to other regions. So if you look at a Ukraine, if you look at what's going on in uh, Barcelona and Spain as a larger country itself, if you look at what's going on in Venezuela, Venezuela yeah. like all perfect examples of Asian understanding, countries. you know, everybody went quiet just now. I can see your mouth moving, Mark, but I can't hear you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can you hear me? I can't, and I don't hear Ken at all. We can hear you. I hear yeah. you. Uh, yeah, it's okay. weird, though. That's so I don't weird. know, but, um, yeah. I saw those two articles, and, like, nobody in the main influencer end is really looking at that. A lot of people talk about the regulatory or whatever other stuff and, like, the conferences or whatever. But I, I try to look for those things to say, like, hey, there are examples of these things happening and it's real world, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you can even and take that I, onto a bigger scale. He can't hear me. It's <laughs> in the U.S. This is crazy. How are we going to, I know, how are we going to function? How, I mean, how, 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 call back, call back. Yeah, give us a call. And then call back. Yo. Hang up. I don't know. And then call back. <laughs> I don't know sign language. language. Killing me right now. I don't even know. Can you hear us? Well, I don't know. This is crazy, Kenny. You know, Ozak is totally quiet. I can't even hear him. Kenny B, can you hear me? Yeah, I, you I can hear you, Rice. You can hear me. YouTube's working. Weird. I know they can hear us. This is so weird, man. Well, come on, man. Get that headset. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Like, I'm trying to oh, make wait, a hang we up. Have a ch- there we go. And yeah. then get him to call back. Yeah, that's so crazy. But yeah, Ken, I definitely want to try to go to some conventions, and I'd like to go to some conventions and hang out with you since we're both, um, you know, herbal friendly and, and do medicines <laughs> together. So... I think that would be really cool, man. So I definitely want to do the Vegas one. I want to go to the Dallas one. <laughs> oh, is he back? It sounds like it. Yo, and now you. you're moving. You're actually moving now, folks. There we go. We got some okay. entertainment going on, at least. 
Hey, are you on your phone? Is that what's happening? No, I'm on the laptop. Oh what's goodness. up, DJ Me Popsicle? DJ Me Popsicle in the house. Yo, guys. So, so you can hear me now, right? Yep. All right. So, what you were talking about is pretty funny because we just saw recently companies in America start to do this with fucking Oscar Meyer, bro, of all the motherfuckers. They have a cryptocurrency backed by bacon. That is Bitcoin. actually better than the fiat dollar. It actually yeah, has a backing. Bacon. No, wait, hold on. Let me let me throw this one out there and see if we can see where I'm coming from as far as the shilling that's going like that can potentially happen in this. All right, so um, <laughs> you as the end user, you are like, all right, I like bacon. Most people like bacon, right? All right, so Oscar Mayer as the company platform comes out with their version of a token, right, a coin, and says, you give us fiat. So they're pulling the value in, and then we're going to give you this token thing. But you redeem it by getting product, right. the Oscar product franchise, right? Now, as far as Oscar Mayer is concerned, they're looking at we get um, a revenue in from how much we sell as far as these products are concerned. They cost us X amount on the dollar, okay? So a pack of hot dogs that is sold for, let's say, $1.99, in the supermarket, production cost-wise may have been under a dollar. You gave up a dollar to then get something that is not equivalent in that value of a dollar. Okay, you're right. Not to mention, they're more, the supermarket <laughs> level of it, they're probably gonna have over Now, when you go back up the chain, as far as the logistics is concerned, what Oscar Mayer is pushing out, they're not gonna have a better, um, um, tracking capability to see how at the ground level where the supermarket is, how the end user is is buying their um, their their product. Now, mind you, have you, you have know, you checked it out though? Have you have you have you look, looked at it all by any chance? The actual coin itself and how it like yeah, well, it's because it's, it's 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 more of a joke. Like it's not it's not it's not a real like, crypto. You can't. I don't yeah, think you can actually mine it. But um, I like what you're saying. But then again, it is volatile, right? So today it may be one crypto for four slices of bacon, and if it gets popular <laughs> enough, maybe one token is worth twelve slices of bacon. That's how it works, track. Like when it first came out, it was like sixteen slices. And you're of not bacon giving them for dollars one. for this token. You're actually giving them attention. So you have but to go the to the website and like mine the coin by like watching something on their website i think or whatever and like you said it's only redeemable for product but here's where my hustler comes in bro i'm an i'm a natural born hustler so i agree i get oscar meyer coin from them and they won't give me nothing but bacon for it right <laughs> all right bro everyone you gonna sell bacon? your food stamps hey, i'm gonna be selling some food stamps bro <laughs> you already know this I will, be, I will be giving out that bacon for bitcoin on the street corner bro i'll get bitcoin at the end or i'll eat you know, it like the, the, the sad thing is, man, in case you didn't see it, is uh, they actually were served with a cease and Oscar Mayer was served with a cease and desist because there is a guy a couple years ago who actually came out with Baycoin 
uh, and the whole concept, and it's already in existence. And um, so wow. he decided he decided to uh, send the cease and desist to Oscar Mayer. So that's why I haven't been able to get any points, man. I've out. been trying so hard. I checked it out, man. I just to see what it was. Yeah, wow. to see. Cease and desist. I just think everybody's it was, gonna it was get just, hit with that. It was just the way. It was just the, well. It was because they were using something that's already existed. They would have used something different than Baycoin, or if they would decide to change the name of what they're doing, then they're good to go. It's just they can't use that name, so that's what they were served to cease and desist for. So I don't know if they'll continue with it, but ultimately, I think it was just. I think it was just them trying to uh, just get some some promotion, some advertisement, and seem a little bit more relevant. Yeah, that's a Long Island uh, blockchain move for sure. I mean, who who do you see out there like you know like you know talking about Oscar Mayer? You know, it's not like a topic of conversation. Nah, dude, you know who's but, having a talk right are. now? It's Let's Kodak. We have Kodak talking about them. We have Long Island blockchain because Kodak has an ICO. Long Island Ice T changed their name. All these irrelevant companies, like you said, Atari. Oscar Atari. Yeah, who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, the Atari token. I forgot about that, see? Yeah, yeah already forgot about that. Wow. You're going to see everything tokenized, man. Like, right now, like, you can get a Walmart card or, like, a Sears card. And you can only use these cards only at Walmart or Sears. They're not good for any other place. But if you go to Walmart, you can use, you can buy anything in the store. And essentially, that's what you're going to start seeing is they're going to end the cards and you'll just tokenize things. So Walmart cash, you'll just buy like a cryptocurrency, or not necessarily a cryptocurrency, but it would be a token, a crypto right. token. Like a gift, a gift yeah, card, like somebody was just yeah. saying. So Pretty that's much. essentially what it would be, is like, you know, like you'll be able to get gift cards with uh, Bitcoin and stuff like that in the future with paper wallets, you know? So it'll be the Wait, same kind the, of... Um, the, the, the Bitcoin note? Did anybody see that one? Yeah, I'm trying to bring up the story right here on my phone, actually. I can't remember exactly who just made Bitcoin physical. Who was it again? I posted the I, article. I don't know who made it. I saw I something about that earlier where they were making paper wallets and had, like, a, a bill kind of looking thing. Oh, uh, give me a sec. I have the stupid story. Yeah, I had it up on it's, my computer a second ago before it went to go crazy. It's uh, If it's what I think it is, it's uh, gobitcoin.io. Where did the article go? I, don't know I literally had it up. Yeah, they're making it. Someone's making physical Bitcoin crap. Why can't I find the story? It was just the other day, too. Yeah, it was like Thursday or Friday. But that's what, what? I like about paper Bitcoins. And I saw a thing here. I have it somewhere hidden. I lost it. Um, from uh, the Bank of Polymorbid, I believe. It was like this crazy, unrippable paper wallet, dude. And it had like NFC technology built in and all kinds uh. of cool little features for a paper wallet. And I think it was from Bank of Polymorbid. And it was a uh, Via coin. That's cool. Are we still looking for who just made physical Bitcoins? Yeah, I was trying. I thought I saw it handy, but I can't. I'm not. But yeah, but what I, there it what goes. I saw. Bitcoin goes physical. Swiss startup launches pilot sale of Bitcoin banknotes. Thank you, yes. Cointelegraph. 
Uh, Anna Alexandria is the author of this article. Shout out to her. I'm so sorry I couldn't remember what she wrote earlier. But yes, so Switzerland and Singapore have launched a pilot sale of physical notes of Bitcoin, according to rele press release the other day, which is freaking crazy. Why wouldn't you just buy Bitcoin, bro? Like, here, why? Well, it's, like those open, it's like those open dimes. I mean, I think it's more of a novelty purpose, you know, because, I mean, the thing is, like, the, the one of the problems, I think, that especially older people are having with um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, especially with the mainstream adoption, is the fact that it's not physical. People are so conditioned to touch, to touch things and to possess things. And then you got the old school people who are like precious metal, gold and silver, that if you, don't, if you don't own it or if you can't touch it, you don't own it, you know, the kind of concept, you know, where they don't even believe in like owning like ETS or contracts and golds and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that the more kind of things that we can have to make physical versions of the Bitcoin, the better. Like if we had a, a hardware wallet that was like a coin shaped like a Bitcoin. What, what we see is like one of those coins you can order off the internet. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got the I, I don't have mine handy, but, well, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I know what you're saying, but that's still kind of weird to people because it looks like a little calculator electronic device. You don't you even have need something an like, extra thing. It's in your phone. Just use your Edge wallet. I go. agree. I agree. But you got people who like to touch things. So, I mean. They can touch their phone. I mean, they used to like to touch MP3 players and video cameras and a cellular device. Now they touch one thing to hold all of those things in the palm of their hand. They'll get used to it, dude. People yeah, well, I mean, also, you've got. The people who are will die off before it matters. And, and, and that in government. That was very, that was very, um, <laughs> very cold. I'm just saying, like, how many people today Shit miss horse beast, and buggies? Man. Ask anybody how many people, like, man, I hate traffic. I miss horse and buggies. Hay was the shit. Gas stinks. <laughs> Ask anybody if they miss Quakers, horse and buggies. Man. They all Quakers. died. They're all dead. It doesn't Quakers. matter. Pennsylvania's for Craigers. Exactly. Thank you. Thank even, you. even they have a tractor that takes gasoline because it gets the job done quicker. Don't don't let them fool you. They ain't full all in. Drive by them Amish. You see them with cell phones. They don't play. I thought it was like the one cell phone that's like the community cell phone. Maybe maybe that's a rumor or something. But I definitely I, I'm in and out of Pennsylvania a lot. And in New Jersey, we got a farmer's market. The Amish dudes could outplay you in, in anything you got. I'm telling you. Like they're always on their phones. So like, do the Amish do the Amish guys sell at the farmers markets and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I would sell. I would, dude. I would encourage you. I would if you could go to there and convince an Amish dude to accept Bitcoin. If I felt like I could have a conversation with one of them without buying a, a handmade uh, swing or a uh, rocking <laughs> chair, I would. A heater. Yeah. yeah okay. Dude, I, I mean, dude, they're great salesmen, and it's all handmade. It's all beautiful as hell. I got to avoid half of it. I'm like, I don't own a house. Leave me alone. I can't fit a gazebo in my studio apartment that's funny uh, but yeah it's right down the street dude i love that place and there's a couple of stores i've been working on to accept bitcoin at the farmer's market um it's it i think that would be a, a cool place for it to go down they're only open like three days a week i feel like why not you know you're only hurting yourself by not accepting uh okay bro. but how many people are spending crypto let's talk about that like you know okay like so I wanted to hit you up about this and on the same thing of like in looking at um, what is around us in regards to the people who are in our realm of we're trying to get the word out, 
we're trying to get people to understand and um, what are the benefits and how this plays out. But for the people who aren't um, used to how this space works, they still relate everything back to the traditional set of um, as far as businesses. Well, you know, what about my taxes or or better yet, right? You look at the businesses in your neighborhood and you go, what is the demographics of people that your business draws in? So if I go to the new bar, that's like the hip lounge spot, there's more younger people there. As opposed to if I go to the old around the way bar where like the youngest person in there is like 45, I have a harder time trying to sell the idea of cryptos to that bar owner because their demographics are like, no, nah, we deal with I'm going to give them the $5 or I'm going to swipe my card, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I've been trying to like look at it that way in regards to like the businesses in my neighborhood and like how do I approach them and which ones do I approach? Well, what what I would suggest, man, because, you know, I got to... Oh, I'm paying this today. Can't, you can't hear me? That sucks, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> So sucks. <laughs> He'll call back. He'll call back, man. That that is funny. What though. Did from? But yeah, I was thinking about doing something similar, man. Like trying what to do. What the this. fuck? <laughs> can you hear? Can, can you hear me now? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a couple shops to accept Bitcoin. There was a coffee shop, a pizza shop, and a cell phone repair shop. And well, they, they, they were said private too, businesses. Yeah, private small businesses, and not too many people, or nobody actually spends Bitcoin there. Um, and it's, and I think he's right. We got to find a place people would want to go to spend Bitcoin. Maybe I don't know. Like I think, I think your bar scenes. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know, man. Like it's, he's not wrong. It's, uh, it's hard to figure out where who to pitch well, to. Well, like, what I was for? gonna say is like. Um, you know, like the places that you want to go to are the most popular places, the most happening places. Like that's how trends work is when the, the places that everybody goes to or places that everybody wants to be at. Can you hear me? Okay, how right. about now? Now? Now we're up. Now okay. What if we do it for survival, though? You know, like he was saying, like the old bar where the youngest guy's 40 years old. Right. Well, but what but if listen, they start right. setting Bitcoin and now the youngest guy's 21 and the bar's rejuvenated because people have this thing that they can't spend anywhere else? Like if your bar is the only bar in town that accepts Bitcoin and I'm no, all in on Bitcoin and Bitcoin goes up 50%, I want to go to a Bitcoin bar to celebrate my, my winnings. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. But now, Track, what I was saying was like, the, I think the, the easiest solution um, to get more of everybody to, to kind of take this thing on as far as the community is get your places that are more popular, that are, um, that are basically sought after, places that pe people want to be at. Because that's how trends are generally started is when, is when somebody like who's popular does something other people okay. will emulate it. So when you got a successful business already kind of doing something, and they're usually successful businesses that are local already tapped into the scene. So, you know, they're usually kind of tapped in with other business owners. So, and then other business owners want to know, what are you doing to like grab everybody? Like, how are you getting to the point that you're, that you don't even have to do anything to advertise your business? Like you guys are just bringing people in left and right. Those okay. are the people up. The more bigger businesses, bigger local businesses that adopt, then the other ones are going to feel the pressure to mm -hmm. keep up. 
Yeah, I see that. I see that with Goldman Sachs. I see that with the Dow Jones. I see that with Nasdaq. I see that with all the trendsetters. You're right. You're right. But it's not going to work in every area, and where and where that's where what you're saying can would work is when then you have when the bigger businesses aren't. Then you've got these um, companies that are kind of like kind of becoming passe and aren't keeping up, and they can try and they want to try something new. Like um, just a complete makeover and add like the cryptocurrency aspect, and it could revive their business and start bringing in a whole new clientele, and that might okay. their businesses too. So that then goes to the other thing on the end of now you have to bring in. Okay, so for example, um, let's say a comic book store. A comic book store generally has a wide demographic in regards to age. Um, of of um, clientele, right? Um, so, for them, they would probably be a little bit more. I see where you're going, man. I, I'm sorry you froze, but yeah, I went to the biggest comic book shop in America. It's in Philadelphia, actually. It's on Ontario Street. It's actually called Ontario Street Comics. And uh, yes, compared to if I oh, went to like, he's back. He's and been talking this whole. He's, he's going again. He's probably <laughs> he's probably been talking this whole entire time. Oh, man. <laughs> but yo, what I was saying, bro, Trek, I'm listening to what you're saying. Yeah, so I comic. got, I tried great to comic. get a comic shop to accept it, and they were just not interested, man. I was like, but it doesn't make sense. You're a cash only business. You don't even accept a visa. Like, this is digital cash. Like. I don't, I don't understand what you're not understanding. And they were just so afraid of it, man, that they didn't even want to try. Like, this guy's, like, 70 years old. This shop's been around since I was, like, seven. <laughs> so, like, okay. yeah, they're okay. not trying to accept so now, that point. I'm just and, and, and so now this comes to the part, and this is kind of the thing that I've been wrestling around in my head with, is where you have to bring in um, the... The UB, the Q and A for everything that is um, um, payment solution related. So if they say, "Well, I I hear you, but I hear about it on the news," and then they talk about like you know it's not really real, or like, but what would I even use to actually accept it? Well, you know what? There's this company called X, Y, and Z, and here is what would be your 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 point of sale. Right. Oh well, where, where does it go? And then what do I do about my taxes? Well, you know That's what? This thing. is what it You're does. Right. That's why I lose everybody with taxes, though, man. Because well, here's part of it. When when what you're going to end up seeing is because all governments are pushing for this. They're pushing for us to go cashless. So whether or not whether or not cryptocurrency is mainstream adopted, when we go cashless and we get rid of that physical aspect of of, of currency, not money, of currency, because I don't want people to get me wrong. I'm talking about paper money. That's currency. Um, when we see that going, we go cashless. People have a lot better understanding of this, and then that's where we're going to get into like where I keep talking in the future. Once we've seen that mainstream adoption take place, is when we're going to see that battle of centralization versus decentralization. You know, and that's that's where the future is going to be. You know, kind of headed towards, and that's where that's why you see like Venezuela. They've got their their petro. Um, Iraq, Russia, China are talking about doing cryptocurrencies. Um, yep. I even was talking about in a news article that I suggested this week uh, that there's a possibility that they really are talking about implementing a Fed coin. So the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, which is the the biggest backed by a cryptocurrency. 
the biggest central bank in the world, uh, IMF. I mean, they can they basically are one of the controlling factors of what happens in this world, especially on the monetary end. And they basically put out in their report that cryptocurrencies aren't a threat. They want um, in the G20 uh, conference that took place this year. They want cryptocurrency regulation to take place, They're, but they don't want the countries to stifle the innovation. They basically want to prevent like bad ICOs and companies who are just uh, just trying to raise money and just back out and things like that. I think they're just trying to tighten up, make sure that you got more actual stuff going on. Is this not that bad or, or what? Are you showing your tattoo off? No, it looks bad, doesn't it? I didn't even mean <laughs> to show it off. I went to stretch it looks and I like saw you it in the like camera. No, I went and looked at it and I was like, that just looks like, it looks so much worse on camera than it It does. looks like you got shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, it's just like, oh. Is it that hurts, a though. It ain't go Yeah, it's a bruise. It's all bruised up, dude. It hurts. How's your That's tattoo look, man? You just got one today, didn't you? Well, I got Touch up. Yeah, a little touch up. I don't know. It's hard to see. Uh, me goes. and my oh, that was your picture. <laughs> yeah, I've got it's a backwards okay. it's a backwards bass clef, and my my girl has the 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 regular bass clef on the other hand, and when we hold hands, it it, put, it makes a heart together between them. We both love music, and that's kind of what brought us together. What so. sound would that make? It's a bass. It's just a bass clef. It's not a note. Oh, it just okay. it just signifies like. Like what? Whether, like it's bass, you know, like bass. Gotcha. There's tenor. So it's just bass like, in general. Gotcha. I can't read music. I can barely read literature, dude. <laughs> <laughs> can you read? Can you read emoji? Oh, dude! I said I speak it fluently. I actually read it. I read at 140 characters a second. You should teach emoji at the colleges, man. That's the future. Oh, emoji, emoji wallets, dude. Could you imagine giving somebody a couple emojis and that's your your wallet address to receive crypto? That'd be pretty Heart cool. face, kissy face, winky face, smile emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear. You're coming up with the funniest shit, bro. Send me some of those emoji coins, fellas. <laughs> it's because he's high. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. So what else was up in the news this week? I think the most recentest big news uh, with drama, I guess we could cover drama at the end here, um, was the lawsuit against Bitcoin.com over Bitcoin BCH and Bitcoin Core BTC listing on their website. And it's only been announced that it was it was uh, let go because of the lack of funds. Um, they just don't have the money to really compete with that. But I feel like that may change over time, guys. I mean, these people that that wanted to pursue this, they're investors. Uh, maybe maybe they'll start investing with that intent to save to get to this point where they can afford that, or more people will join because it is very misleading. I don't like it. I, I, it's they have a wallet where it it kind of makes it look like Bitcoin Cash is Bitcoin. So when someone says, "Hey, I'll send you Bitcoin. Give me your Bitcoin address." If you're using their wallet, you could be mistaken and actually send your money off into the the ether. So that sucks, man. What do you guys think about this? This the dropping of the lawsuit um, and and what it actually says because it, it almost makes it seem like Bitcoin.com wins and Bitcoin Cash is Bitcoin because you know they won this, but what really went down? All right, so um, on that one, I'm gonna say on one hand, 
I would say it's like a double-edged sword to me, right? So on one hand, you can argue that this is the community checking itself because both parties were, quote, of the community. Granted, the intention or the business agenda behind why each side did what they did is, quote, not known. So that's where it comes into the, like, uh, this could have been a sketchy thing. Like, you intentionally look to mislead the public by making that little switch in the, um, in the on your page. And then you have the person who decided, like, well, I'm a sue. Mind you, Ripple is in a lawsuit situation, too. Um, but it's like, all right, I feel you for suing in regards to I don't like the 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 the, sh- the shadiness the, the the shilling kind of thing that looks like it's going on but once again not knowing either side of the party and not knowing what the intentions are it's like well i don't really know what your agenda was and where you were looking to go with the lawsuit and i don't know also what bitcoin.com's agenda was in regards to switching was it really was it really to mislead or was it that maybe somebody who did their, you know, their front end um, web development um, website decided to mess around and they got fired? So I was like, all right, but blah, 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 blah. there's always a I'm scapegoat. Out. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That, that mind you, I'm just totally making that part up. I, I like that. I didn't think of that. That's one way. To, that's one Can way to quit. Ah, oh, you can't hear me again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can't hear me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know why the I don't know why the loss, but I, it's crazy because uh, I can't, we can hear him. Can you hear him? I can hear him. You just can't hear us. That's crazy. It keeps cutting. That's weird. It might be his headphones. Maybe it is his battery dying. Uh, what else happened last week, man? What else happened last week that we could talk about today? Um, quick shout out to, again, I just pointed this out earlier, the Bitcoin Podcast Network. They reached episode 200, 200. starring Kenny Styles. Uh, that's pretty damn kill. So check it out, guys. Check out the Bitcoin Podcast, episode 200. Congratulations to Marcello Quirinzi. That is a fucking milestone and a half. And, um, yeah, guys, with any luck, we'll get there. I, hopefully, we can do this every Sunday, um, 7 p.m. Be consistent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, try to be I can, consistent. I can definitely do it, dude. I can definitely do it. And I'm pretty sure that Mark, Crypto Mac, will be back on board. It'd be cool all four of us. Um, what was that I was going to say? Uh, something I just read. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Trek, yeah, out. Trek, no, you got oh. anything else you wanted to talk about? All right, about? can I throw the coin market cap issue? Did you hear about that one? Bring it up. What's up? Okay. So, who did it? Who did it? Who did it? Who did it? Uh, crypto it was blood. Dr. Oh, it was Crypto Blood in the library yeah. with the lantern. I'm all about that. <laughs> oh, we're not playing. Games. Never mind. <laughs> okay. So, he brought up an article that was on Medium. I don't know how old <laughs> the article is um, itself, but I've heard it being been. I've heard it brought up before that coin market cap for their data points of how they show the pricing and volume of um, the the platforms that they list. Certain uh, certain parts of the information are either um, downplayed or um, stale, as in that it's old. 
and there's certain shenanigans that might be happening behind the scenes. And so when I started hearing that, like two months ago, I want to say, that's when I started trying to find like if there was any other market cap website that you could look at. And you know Peter Saddington. Yeah. Yeah, uh, decentralized. So TV coin, and, uh, coin puffs. Yeah, coin puffs yeah. and all them, yeah. Yeah, coin so puffs. I was looking at them. I was looking at um um Shapeshift has coin cap. There's on chain FX. Yeah. That, that's a great one. On chain FX and then the other one as well, Coin Index is another good one. Um I didn't come across that one. And was there's another one. I can't remember right now, but nonetheless, what what amazes me is that considering that X amount of the people who, you know, we've been in the space for a while and granted coin market cap does list like everything, but there's still certain parts of where it's like kind of eh, like you question it. But then because everyone always references it, like you can go to like the not even not even the top 10 people but like just like the first like 10 um youtubers that come up if you put in something about like the market or whatever 10 out of 10 is going to say coin market cap which amazes me now because we've been in long enough in the space and it's come so far that we know that there are other options. Well, um, so, I mean, since you're saying that, though, I mean, there are a lot of inexperienced people who are just kind of keeping on that coin market cap deal. But uh, like Omar Bam, crypto, he made a video not, I mean, maybe like two, three weeks ago, talking about kind of what you're talking about, and and he's been using uh, on-chain FX and um, Chris uh, from uh, Cryptoverse, he used on-chain FX. Um, I think crypto, but so a lot of the more established people are you are getting away from the coin market cap. You know, that's where I think people who, um, you know, that's where you start to distinguish somebody who knows what the hell's going on. Because if, if you're using coin market cap as your primary way of trying to communicate information, um, then you just, you don't have your ear on the scene that, that well. And, which, and, which then brings me to... What, how does the ripple effect go back to coin market cap to where they're going to start changing their action? What is it going to take? Is it going to take um, the slow crawl of like the mid-sized influencers, or is it going to take the big names? Like, oh, I have like twenty thousand, um, you know, subs on my YouTube channel and like five hundred thousand followers on Twitter or whatever. Right? Is it going to take those people to start not mentioning you anymore? To then be like, all right, we need to start actually getting on 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 the grind and fix our um what our perceived issues are. I think it'll personally. I think that it will end up being a MySpace. Mm. It'll just fade away, and other yeah, people. No, will dude, use, I, other I'm people with you. Coin market cap. Yeah, no, they have to go away. I mean. I keep thinking to myself, what has CoinMarketCap done with all that BitConnect money? Because they had that referral code on their front screen right? for a long time. And they had a lot of people in their downline from that um, that, ban that, uh, that banner ad. And it said, no risk, no risk. And, okay. and I had a lot of risk at the end, man. So if I signed up under CoinMarketCap, I'd be a little bit bitter. Yeah. Okay. 
It's, it's like Polo- it's like Poloniac still exists, and they've got a tarnished name. I mean, right? They're on their way out as far as you know, users using it. You know, and you're going to start seeing it more and more. People start using it less and less. So we brought it up here. This is February, March, April, May. We're in the month of May. Do we like so? Like, um, so you know how certain um, market caps. You, they have um, the partnerships with whatever actual exchange, and then you could purchase from there for whatever um, crypto, right? Mm-hmm. How long before they do that? And if they do it, would that be the thing to like keep the people in, or is it going to be like, oh, this is your last ditch effort? I'm just like throwing it out there because, because like that kind of got me when I realized that you had market caps where you had the option to be able to like. All right, I'm looking at this specific coin. I see what the um what the you know the candle wicks and all that look like. You know what? I want to purchase it, and then you click on it again, and boom, it takes you to the exchange, and then bam, you get it. As opposed to I have to leave your site and then go to this whole other next thing to then be able to like I don't get if they were the first ones. Why didn't they think to do that first? Right. Well, I mean, it's just some companies choose not to stay relevant. Look at what happened with Sony when Samsung started going, you know, the route that they went. I mean, they, they Sony just thought they were so big and they didn't have to adapt. Look what's look at Sears. I mean, these people, yeah. some people, some people, they get they get egotistical and they don't think they need to progress. You know? Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't understand how Poloniex isn't better than Binance. That shit just blows but, my mind. But when you think of, when God, you think about, when you think about mind. when you think about this though, like Coin Telegraph and and any other um, news site, they list it, but they take advertised articles. So mm. I can write my own article, fluffing up my own stuff, and pay Coin Telegraph and get it dropped, and not everybody's going to pay attention to saying paid article. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's, so, but nobody is sitting here saying anything the negative right. about Coin Telegraph about taking paid, paid um, articles. So, I mean, what's the difference in that? Uh, Unfortunately, huh. money corrupts people. Agreed. I mean, you know, and, and a perfect example to kind of come to swing back around to show you a perfect example of how money corrupts somebody is Roger Ver. Roger Ver, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. DJ Me Popsicle used to work as Sears. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. I had some shitty fucking jobs too, man. I used to work yeah, there, but Burger King was one of my first Same. jobs. Same. I was just working at, before I had the job I had before I got into crypto, I was working at Arby's, Burger King at the same time. And you worked at a cell phone wow. place for a while too, right? Yeah, yeah, right before I got into crypto. Now I don't, I just do crypto stuff. Uh, right. Guys, I got to wrap things up here. Uh, I guess the sentiment for the week is um, uh, the bulls are charging up the bear's ass and we're going to see what happens. Don't FOMO. Don't FOMO. Don't FOMO. Oh. Because I don't think we're, I don't think the run is quite ready yet. No, there's no relevant news for the volume and stuff that's going on. I've seen like about $30 million going in and out all weekend. It got up to like four, uh, $470 million yeah. market cap, and now it's it's been teetering around the 450 ish 
Got a little below, so I mean... Dominance has been strong, though, bro. It's just a lot of trades going on. Actually, the Bitcoin dominance isn't as strong, man. It's like 37, 38%, 37%. I thought this week it's been going up. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Let me see here. Just to see it real quick. I thought it was 36.1%. Uh, the last I saw, 36% right now in Bitcoin dominance. Hmm. It was All closer right. to 40 last week. Never mind. And it's 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 like 96.50 right now, down 2.5, 2.15% uh, past 24 hours, and yeah, so. Yeah, I, I see that the big names, though, moving into the industry in general, it's not necessarily a good thing for Bitcoin, but I mean, when I saw that Goldman Sachs or, or Circle, whatever, Poloniex, the Dow Jones with basic attention, uh, the Nasdaq it's unavoidable, man. Yeah, it is. It's just it's um, unavoidable. And then what? Uh, Weak hands will be shook. PayPal and mm -hmm. QuickBooks. PayPal yes. QuickBooks. So I mean, you, you're, you're gonna. I mean, it's 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 inevitable. And if people are gonna people purists, they're gonna be bitching about regulation and bitching about all these big financial institutions coming in. But what did they expect? So. If they thought that the big money wasn't going to get involved, I don't know. So. Oh, man, we lost Trek. All right. I'm down for every Sunday. I, I don't know why. Sure. All right, guys. Um, I got everybody's links in the description box below. There's a link for Rice. There's a link for Trek. You can go ahead and check out the links below. There's a link for the Philly Crypto or Philly Shit Show. Uh, crypto Shit Show uh, in Philly on the 23rd. And there's a link below for the World CryptoCon in Las Vegas in October slash November, the end of October, beginning of November. So check out those links, follow everybody, and yeah, we'll see you guys Sunday. Have a day. Much love. Adios.